Coming live from Bradenton, Florida, USA is our guest this evening. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. The show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Laura Templeton, international speaker, author, communications consultant, and founder of 30 Second Success. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you so much, AJ. I really appreciate you inviting me to spend time with you today. I'm looking forward Thank to our you. conversation. It's a, pleasure. it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And we'll be talking about the importance of 30-second message for success. You work with uh, coaches, consultants, and service providers who understand the power of networking and want to make the most of their connections with an impactful 30-second message that leads to deeper conversations and opportunities. 30-second message is the key. Your company is also 30-second success. Uh, and then you talk about 30-second message for success. Can you tell us what is this 30-second all about? So a lot of organizations, when you network and you're out in public, or even if you do virtual networking, invite you to share a commercial about your business. They want you to tell your audience what you do, who you serve, how you help people. And that's what your 30-second message is about. A lot of people think that their 30-second message is really designed to tell people everything that they do and to pitch their business or to sell a product. But that's really not what it's about. It's about inviting people to have a deeper conversation with you. And when you can do that with the right 30-second message, you look brilliant. Right. And, and that is the key. That because you teach it, uh, because a lot of people don't know it. Otherwise, they would not need it. And that is why your company would not, and then your company would not exist. So if it exists, it means a lot of people do not know it, including me. I don't know how to tell my story about myself in a 30-second message. So how does one start? Who is this message for? Is it anybody can do it? Is it a consultant, a coach, a small business, a large business, a salesperson, uh, all elevator pitch? Where do you deliver this message? Tell us about this. Who can benefit from it and how do they do it? Is there a step-by-step -step process to it? So that was a lot of questions and I will try yes. to answer them all. <laughs> so, that, so that you uh, you you speak most of the time and at your own pace. And I just listen and I grasp so that I benefit out of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, and I really appreciate that because the questions that you ask are the questions that I get a lot of the time. So you're absolutely right in asking who is it for? Your 30-second message obviously is for someone who is a professional, either a business owner, a service provider, someone who is in corporate someone who networks on a regular basis, people who are looking for opportunities to grow their business through networking and connecting, whether it's on social media, whether it's in person, whether it's virtual, there's a lot of opportunity for you to meet people that need you and want your services. But sometimes it's really hard to crack that opportunity open, to open the door to a deeper conversation so people get to know you. That's what your 30-second message is really designed to do, is to invite people in to get a little glimpse of who you are and how you serve your ideal clients 
and wanting, getting them to want to know more. So your message is really geared towards who it is that you help. So understanding who your ideal client is, is where I start with most of my audiences. I share it in my book and, or even when I'm teaching a website or or webinar, when I'm working with people, yeah, website or webinar, I said that wrong. So web workshop or webinar, um, or working with one-on-one clients, we always start with who is your ideal client? Who is it that you are trying to attract to your business? When you create a message that attracts your ideal client to your business, it becomes a lot easier to find the clients that you want to work with and to really focus on them and serving them well. So your 30-second message, there's a formula that I teach. I learned it years ago when I was in the network marketing industry. I did a lot of training and coaching, and I found that there's a specific formula that works really well for opening doors and and creating that conversation. And it's a very simple formula. It's a four-part formula. I teach it in my book. It's nothing that I created on my own, and yet I took it. I learned how to use it well and made it work for me. So now I teach others to do the same. It's a very simple formula. It's understanding who your ideal client is, is the very first piece of it. But more importantly, the formula starts with what's their pain or problem that they struggle with? How do you solve it for them? What's your call to action? What do you want them to do once they know they need your help? Or And then the last piece is who you are. And the reason why I say to save your name for the end so a lot of people share, you know, have very common businesses and they'll say, oh, I'm Laura Templeton with Edward Jones. Oh, she's a financial advisor. I don't need her help. But if I start my message with most people struggle to effectively communicate who they are in 30 seconds or less, you get people to lean in. We need to grab the attention of our audience with the first thing that we share. So that's why I tell people to save your name and your company for last. For that reason... You know, obviously you want to grab someone's attention with the first thing out of your mouth. And for another reason, once you grab their attention, they want to be able to write your name and your company down. So give it to them last so that they have an opportunity to write it down and remember to connect with you after the event, especially if you're in, at an in-person event or a conf- say you're at a conference or something like that where you're connecting with a lot of people. You want to make sure that people hear your name, they understand who you are, they have an opportunity to write it down, so then they'll be able to follow up with you later. Right. So in 30 seconds, what do you do? You connect with the other person? You want to know about them? Or should you go and blabber out things in so that you are able to complete your work in 30 seconds? Is it is, is it like that? How does it work? When do you... Uh, firstly, you need to prepare your 30-second message, which is so difficult. You talked about your ideal clients, your buyers. Even the buyer persona will not be ready in 30 seconds. So you got to tell about that. Then even a Twitter message, people find too difficult to, so to frame it. So they ask outside help. And that is where your help is required to understand. How do first I frame a 30-second message? And then how do you deliver it? And for different people, like for consultants, which you are, uh, whom you train, coaches, they know. But how do small businesses tell about it? What do they tell about themselves? Should they talk about their product? If it's an online business, what do they say? 
If it's an offline business, what do they say? And actually, if you say people run every, away from insurance guys everywhere, but actually they are in insurance, what do they say? So how does it work? The whole idea is that we know you are doing some important stuff, but the, for everybody else, how do they understand? Should they go and buy your book and understand it? Or would they try get something out here which can, you know, motivate them and make them understand what exactly and they can implement it and understand what 30-second messaging is all about. Some practical advice, some tips on how do they actually get down to doing this. So the simplicity of the formula that I just shared is how you create the right message, right? It's understanding, going deeply into under, having a better understanding of who your ideal client is so that you can speak to, in your 30-second message, understanding exactly what it is that they're struggling with. When you identify the pain or problem that your ideal client is struggling with, no matter what industry you're in, we all know that we're problem solvers. Business owners are problem solvers. Most of us got into business because we saw something that there was a lack or a need within a certain market. So when you understand what problem it is you solve, just think about commercials on television. They, they, they really address what's the problem? What's that emotional issue people are struggling with? You know, think of all the ones, especially like the SPCA or the Veterans Associations and understanding deeply what it is that someone's struggling with. So when you understand what the pain or problem is, you can then position yourself well by sharing what but the solution is. Laura, you see commercials are non-intrusive. You are put on your television and you watch it. So And there the commercial says, uh, you, you may die soon. Or if you don't do this, you know, you, your children may leave you. But in real life, you cannot meet somebody in an elevator or you have a meeting and you can you tell them, listen, man, you may die soon and you got to do this or you buy this insurance. Or I saw you limping and soon you might be, you know, may lose your legs. How does it work in real life? That's a different thing. The same message may get distorted if you are telling that thing in real life. So that's the trick to understand. How does one take care of the sensitivities? as well as take care of delivering the message so that actually somebody notices them as well as keeps their number or about their details for later reference. So if you're in, so if you're in a situation where you're, you have a group that you're presenting your 30-second message to, it's very different than if you're one-on-one with someone. So my understanding when you're saying that you're in a one-on-one situation, would you have an opportunity and somebody says to me, oh my gosh, so what do you do? Tell me what it is that you do. Right. Right. You're not going to use the same 30-second formula that you would when you're standing in front of a group. It's different than a TV commercial because you're now having an individual conversation with someone. Right. So when, you, when somebody says to you, so what do you do? You share your solution. How do you solve a problem for people? So for me, I tell people, I help people develop their 30 second message for networking and video so they don't have to struggle anymore and it becomes a natural response for them when they have an opportunity to share their message. So helping, you know, so it's really when you're when you're in in front of someone, think about it. You can create it as an I help stage statement or at my company, you know, at 30 Second Success, we help people develop their 30 second message for networking and video. 
People are going to lean in and say, oh my gosh, how do you do that? Tell me more. What is it that, you know, why, why did you create that business? Why do you feel that people need it? They're going to, it creates engagement. So it's a very engaging statement when you come away with how you help other people solve their problem. Right. Right. So what is your 30 second message? How do you explain people? What do you do? What What your company is all about? How does it work for you? So for me, when I'm out and about and I tell, you know, if I have an opportunity to share my 30 second message, the full message is most people struggle to effectively communicate who they are in 30 seconds or less. At 30 Second Success, we help people develop their 30 second message for networking and video. And if you are ready to ditch the pitch and start connecting, schedule a call with me today. I'm Laura Templeton with 30 Second Success. But if I'm in front of some, an individual person, just one person, a lot of times I will just say, hey, you know, at 30 Second Success, we help people develop their 30 second message for networking and video so they don't have to struggle to communicate who they are in a very succinct and brilliant way. Right, right. Don't let your business fall into a ditch. So let it's better you connect with me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, okay. and you just said about the ditch, my my um, tagline for my book, my book is called 30 Second Success, Ditch the Pitch and Start Connecting. Yeah, yeah. And I took it from Yeah. <laughs> I took it from there just to, you know, just it came into my mind. So uh, in terms of message, Laura, is that that is how you begin networking with people, engaging with them. And that is when you actually start doing business mm-hmm. later on that is that comes to the networking part for every business now are there what is the best way uh, to network with people after the 30 second message is delivered either it is effective the person falls for it or it is ineffective it is ineffective it's okay if you don't if, if the person is not so critical you may not chase him or her again but if the there is something that happens and the person is interested in whatever you have said in those 30 seconds, what's the next step? How do you network and how do you take it uh, to an effective level so that you can actually do some business, some transaction happens for after that? So my, pre- my preference for connecting and, and networking with people is connecting with them, to making the first step after an event or an introduction and connecting with them on LinkedIn. And making sure that I send a message as to why I'm connecting. Hey, we met at this event. I really enjoyed what you shared. I would love to have a deeper conversation with you. How about we schedule a time to chat? And I use, I use my calendar scheduler all the time um, for opportunities to connect with people. So inviting people, number one, to connect on LinkedIn. Number two, to have a conversation a lot of people meet amazing people, grab a lot of business cards or, or write down names, but never do anything with that. You can download the chat file from a virtual networking event and people will drop their email or their LinkedIn connections in there. Send them an email, connect with them on LinkedIn, get to know them, spend time, find out. And my favorite question to ask people is, who do you need to meet? I have connections everywhere. I have a great resource of, I have a a huge network of people that I love connecting. So I'm constantly asking people, who do you need to meet? Who do you need to meet? Who can I introduce you to? Okay. Okay. And you see, 
there's a uh, there's a lot of change now that so much of virtual networking is happening in in spite of actual you know real life meeting you then go down offline or online you then continue most of the time there it's linkedin and and mostly it's linkedin not not any other place because it's it's a professional network but then what is the best method to continue with networking from both sides one is that if you are the owner of a business uh, but somebody has approached you how do you uh, respond to that message without sounding too needy because if you do that the person may start stalking you and and asking you too much for business everybody uh, is different but you also want at the same time that you you are uh, you are getting services only at the right price and somebody does not find you too needy uh, for uh, in, in terms of your business then there is a mismatch of expectations and at the same time if i uh, as a person who has met somebody or wants to talk to somebody and how, what should be my tone in terms of sending a message what should be my expectation from the first message uh, and what should be the uh, pro, uh, if you look at it from the uh, side of a business owner or anybody else who needs those services how does it work what should be the type of uh, interaction or messaging at that level for continuous network so for me and and the the you have to remember that networking is about building relationships so there's a time commitment to it it's not just show up pitch your business and be done with a conversation just like any other sales process it takes anywhere from 8 to 12 connections or conversations okay. right 8 to 12 touches for someone to make a decision to work with you but you also have to do, make a decision if this is someone you want to work with. And how are you going to decide that? Really depends on having conversations. That's what I love about being able to have virtual chats with people and connecting with people online. It saves a lot of time as opposed to going out and meeting with people in person. Virtual networking has changed the face of business over the last two years. We've all become very accustomed to showing up on Zoom calls, networking with people, networking with people on a global level. I have clients all over the world at this point in time because I'm, I'm on virtual networking events constantly and I'm connecting with people from different places around the world. And that's what I love about virtual networking. It has opened up such an opportunity. So to have those conversations and build those relationships takes time. You need to be willing to invest in, in spending time with people. And I, one of the questions I get a lot from people is, how do you follow up with all of your connections? I have a ton of connections. And trust me, it is not easy to make sure that I follow up. I try to do things in the moment. If I'm on a, if I'm on a virtual call with someone and, and I think of someone I can introduce them to, I have my LinkedIn page open as well. And I make introductions through LinkedIn right then and there. So I don't have to remember to do it when I get to it later in the day because I'm moving on to my next phone call after I'm done with this one. So being very intentional, having a plan for follow-up, spending time with your connections makes a big difference. Knowing who you want to work with and, and making that determination, okay, this may not be the right client for me, 
but they may know the right, they may know my ideal clients. They may become a great referral partner for me. I also have an email follow-up system that I send out an email telling people, okay, I loved our conversation. Here's what you want to listen for when you're at, when you're networking. If you know someone who's struggling with us and you want to make an introduction, Here's what you can share with them. I give them a little blurb that they can just email to people or pop into a a LinkedIn introduction to make it as easy as possible for them to remember me and to introduce me. And also at the bottom of that email, I say, if this sounds like something you'd like to explore further, please get on my calendar and here's here's the calendar link. I would love to chat with you about the work that I'm doing and how I can help you expand your business. So right. making as easy as possible to connect with you, to follow up, being very purposeful on who you're networking with, being very purposeful and fo- connecting with people, having those deeper conversations changes the way that we do business. Right. And what do you talk in those, uh, in those conversations? Because first thing you have delivered the 30 second message and you know, it's such a funny situation sometimes because everybody says build a relationship. Whereas everybody knows it's a mutual benefit sort of a thing that you are looking at and actually looking at talking business. But then they say build a relationship. Why do they do that? And if you are building a relationship, what do you talk on LinkedIn messaging? Do you talk about cats, dogs, their neighborhood, the weather? <laughs> How does it come down to actual talk? How do you make that transition from cats and dogs if you're actually talking about them or, or, and, or politics or anything, whatever it is? How does it work? Because I have not been successful on any of the side, being from on either side. If somebody wants to talk to me, they straightway start spamming. If I, they ask me what do what can we do for you? I don't know what to ask for or what do they actually mean. And if they talk about many people want to come for podcasts, so they say different ways. The language is sometimes so confusing that I don't know what they are asking for. So how does one communicate properly and understand what exactly you want and what exactly the person is saying? Because many a times people say something else and mean something else and look for something else. How does how can there be a match in that? And in you so when it happens in your world where people are said to be much more direct, think about my culture where people are a bit hesitant to actually speak so many things. How do you decipher? How do it's like you know what some some code or something? How do you do that? Because therein actually lies the business and success. Oh. Perfect. That's a perfect question to ask. And that's one of the things that I do coach people on. Um, Having a very, you know, very, being very purposeful in your conversations, having a, a series of questions that you ask that gets to the heart of someone else's business, right? Ask really intentional questions. Tell me a little bit about your business. Who do you love to serve? Who's your ideal client? How are you finding those people? Where do you network? Asking very intentional questions. Who do you need to meet is my favorite question. I I ask that all the time. Who do you need to meet? Because that, number one, helps me to really get a better understanding of who their ideal client is and who they're trying to connect with. 
But really being intentional about asking questions about their business. And, you know, the personal side of things comes later. But, you know, the, I think people really, it, once you have a deep understanding of their business, who they're trying to connect with, and you start to make those introductions and open doors for them, they become more relaxed and the relationship really starts to grow. And you have to go into every relationship without expectation. And I know a lot of people look at me like I'm crazy because guess what? Sometimes it's one-sided for a really long time, right? I do a lot of work building relationships with people. And sometimes they're super busy and don't see it until they start benefiting from the introductions that I'm making for them. And then it takes a little while till they figure out who they can introduce me to. Sometimes it's three, four years later. I have somebody who I've networked for, with for about five years, and she recently sent me a client. She, she texted me. She said, I finally have a client for you. But she's okay. been listening for that for a long time. She knows who I help. But it took her a little while to find the right person to introduce me to. And she was absolutely right. So investing in those relationships, asking the right questions, and you're absolutely right. There are some people who who are very timid in sharing personal information. So if you keep it at that level of this is a business relationship, and that's part of the reason why I really focus my intention with social media on LinkedIn, because that's where business people are showing up. And we want to talk about business. We want to talk about this. You know, that's one of the questions that I love to ask people. Sometimes if I feel like they're a little bit more comfortable with me, I'll ask them, tell me about your business. What do you love about it? And what frustrates you the most? You ask someone what frustrates them about the most about their business, and you open up a beautiful conversation that you can then help people see, oh my gosh, I have someone that can help you with that. Because I, I you know, having the resources and building that book of business or you know, that contact, or we call it the Rolodex, how many people still remember what a Rolodex is? Um, and, and no, I don't have one anymore, but I, I actually have a, uh, an app that I use called contact mapping that has been beautiful in helping me with follow-up. So having the right tools in place to help you stay connected, um, really makes an impact. Okay. Okay. One crucial aspect, uh, Laura in this is that a lot, many times the discussion about money. Now, if you are doing direct talk about business, it's fine. You still can talk numbers. But if somebody is referring you or opening their uh, connects for you and you get clients through them, mm -hmm. how do you talk about money? Should you talk beforehand? Listen, you get me clients and I'll give you money. Then it may sound very too narrow, if, especially if the person is well in a, in a very good position. You can't tell a CEO of another company, listen, man, we, we are not able to do business together, but you get me clients, I'll give you commission. It does not. Uh, you find it a bit difficult to get into that part of it. But actually um, it happens and you get some business. Yeah. Now, I that, how do you do that? Yeah, I prefer not to have, you know, I don't look at it from the perspective of paying people for referrals or paying people for business. I, in my opinion, building that relationship is so much more important and it's so much more authentic when people 
think of me organically and think of, uh, of referring me more organically. Yes, I have an affiliate code. It, there's been podcasters who've asked me if, you know, if I have an affiliate code and I do. So I use, I offer that affiliate code to, to the people in my network, the people in my, in my, uh, the podcasters that I've worked with, but I don't specifically seek that. Uh, so I'm not really having that kind of conversation with people. I've had people ask me, tell me what your, you know, I want to know more about your services. What are your packages? What do you charge for those? Because I'm going to make sure that it's a good fit for the right client. Um, and we'll have those conversations around, you know, my programs and how I, how I do my business. Um, but for the most part, I'm not offering people a referral fee. Um, it's funny because I actually talk about building referrals for organizations. One of my programs called Workforce Marketing is really about organizations using their referral programs well and making sure that your employees understand how that works. But from a standpoint of the relationships that I'm building, to me, it's way more organic. And when someone sends me a referral, I'd rather send them a surprise gift. Okay. But how do you know that person was expecting some good money or a gift and they keep on selfing? You never get referred again. How, how does it work <laughs> there? Because everybody has expectations. Suppose it's not about affiliate and all. Uh, somebody has uh, uh, needs, say, 20 computers for their office. Right. And then they know you have referred to them uh, or they have referred Somebody who can give them a good discount, good product, and you are sure about the service. It has worked out well. And then what do you do? The person is expecting some, you know, not not just a gift. You can't send a some $100 gift hamper or something like that. How do you do? And then you also want continuous business from them because they are in that position. Well, if that's, some, if that's something that you're setting up ahead of time, absolutely have that conversation with them, okay. um, you know, and, and let them tell you what their expectations are. You know, set it up ahead of time. Um, don't be blindsided afterwards when somebody says to you, well, you didn't send me anything for that referral. I'm not going to refer okay. anybody else. Make sure that you have a good understanding with your network. If you're, if you're creating referral partners, then by all means, set the expectation up ahead of time. I have referral partners and our understanding is I send you clients, you send me clients, it's all good, right? Because we work with the same customer. We work with the right. same ideal clients. Right. Right. So for right. us to exchange clients, it's a win-win for both of us. But we set that expectation up ahead of time. Right, right. Well, well put, Laura. These are all continuous discussions and different cultures at the end of the day everybody finds it either too easy to talk about money or too difficult to talk about this but at the end of the day the fact is that every networking is most of the time getting the best of each other that should be the networking and if it can transform into a good relationship when you can be actually friends uh, for a long long time again taking care of each other in terms of business or beyond that that's the best but be that as it may you can only learn as much in the half an hour that is possible for a podcast. For more, they have to connect with you. So how do they connect with you? And first, tell us about your book, 30 Second Success, Ditch the Pitch and Start Connecting. And then there is talk of another book also. So tell us about both the things. 
So 30 Second Success, Ditch the Pitch and Start Connecting is really about helping people understand how to network on that deep emotional level. It goes into the, the formula that I teach, how, you know, that simple 30 second success formula, how to, break, how to write your 30 second commercial. But it also goes into talking about exactly what we talked about here, how to build those relationships, how to become a better connector, how to create a, a message that invites people to have a conversation with you. So everything that we talked about today is what I talk about in my book. And the easiest way to connect with me is to visit my website, 30secondsuccess.com and, and connect with me on LinkedIn as well. That's where I love to play. So it's 30secondsuccess.com and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Right, right. And... What about uh, another book that is you are working on? Oh, are you working on another book? I am actually. I actually have a couple books in the in the process right now, and they happen to be in the thirty second success series. So I'm building a series of books. One is thirty second success for the college student. The next one will be the thirty second success for the professional. And I have a couple others in the series as well. So look for those to come out soon. I'm probably twenty twenty. Um, probably first quarter twenty twenty three will be the next one. Okay, okay. So whenever it comes out, I'll be very happy to talk about that because it also focuses on professionals. So look forward towards that. And thank you so much for your time, and thank you so much for all the insights, especially into you know getting the relationship from messaging to networking to actually benefiting each other. Yes. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much once again. Thank you for having me. 